If you're potty training on the younger side, let's just say you decide to do it, you know, 18 months, 22 months, then what you're really going to be facing is that learning curve, right? Of I feel the sensation and I have to learn a social skill of where to go, right? So that's like the learning piece. If you start on the later side, which is totally okay too, at around three, then you're looking at more power struggles because that's when they start to really become their own little people. Welcome to the Messy Mom Podcast by Fit Mama and 30. I'm Bailey. And I'm Carrie. And the Messy Mom Podcast is all about ditching the idea of perfection during motherhood and embracing the messy, ranging from topics about pre and postnatal health and wellness, infertility, mom guilt, and of course, the craziness that comes with raising a family. So if you would like to live on this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review as this helps other mamas learn to embrace the messy with us. So get ready for 30 minutes of real, raw, and messy content. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. We are back with another very, in my opinion, important podcast today. And messy. And and yes, definitely messy. We are talking about potty training. So yes, you are going to hear the word poop. You're going to hear the word pee. Everyone does it. It is what it is. And we're going to get into it. We have Lily from Lil Baby Sleep and Potty Training Consultant on to discuss all things potty training. She is such a wealth of knowledge. This was perfect timing for myself because crew is now two. He's starting to show some signs of readiness. I'm having a baby in February. You know, I would love if everything worked out, you know, as planned to have him potty trained in the next couple of months before this baby comes. Carrie knows this because I've asked her about a thousand questions. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. It's just that time. I just, she did, uh, Lily did a great job because I feel like now that I've gone through it, through it twice, it's been, it's been a minute. But there were, there's just even on the little bit, little chance we had to talk with her was, you know, 25 minutes. I think I got more knowledge in that than half the books I read. So, yeah. And she just had a lot of really good information and tips about, you know, what about daycares or school? And what do you do if there's a regression and, you know, different types of plans and things? So she offers different types of packages for potty training and both sleep. Like Carrie said, literally like (laughs) the two things that parents need help with the most as someone who's gone through both. So she was a wealth of knowledge. We have all of her information where you can find her, how you can reach her in our show notes. So we hope that if, even if you have, you know, if you're not thinking about potty training at all in the future, um, well, obviously it's going to happen sooner or later. Or if you're, yeah, or even if you're past this, maybe you could share this episode with someone else a friend, family member who you know who is going to go through this because like I said, we all are at some point. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hi, Lily. Thank you so much for coming on the Messy Mom Podcast. We are so excited that you are here. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for the invitation. Yeah. And we were kind of chatting about this a little 
a little beforehand, I am so excited for what you're talking about today <laughs> because it's right. I feel like I can see it in my very, very near future. And of course, that is potty training. But before we kind of dive on in to all of that, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself, whatever you would like to share? Sure. So my name is Lily, and I am the mom behind Low Baby Sleep and Low Potty Plan. And what I do is I help parents just like you overcome those big milestones that can be really overwhelming and really stressful for us. And I help do that with ease, with a plan, with support. So that's kind of what I've dedicated my days to. And I am just so, so happy to be able to do this for a living. Yeah. You're yeah. basically a miracle worker. That's what I'm going to go ahead <laughs> yeah. and say it for you. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep and potty training. Those are the two things I feel like everyone stresses about the most and, and feeding. I would put that in there too. Yeah. But those two for sure. Yes, absolutely. And I struggled with them. And that's exactly why I do this because I've been in your shoes. I have struggled with sleep. I have struggled with potty training. I was potty training my two-year-old with my newborn on my hip and it was messy. It was messy and it was scary. And I had nobody to kind of reach out to, no support. And I was just like, I just need someone to give me like, do this and step-by-step plan. And I don't want to read the books. I just kind of want somebody to tell me what to do. And that's kind of how I got into it. So I love that. I, I like anything. I love it when someone develops, you know, a business and just a like, you know, account and information on something that they just were like, I need help. Everyone else needs help. And this is what like, that's kind of how Bailey and I started. It was kind of like, mm-hmm. someone's got to do it. <laughs> Somebody mm-hmm. has to get, you know, moms and pregnant pregnant women, postpartum women information. So I love that that's how that was born. Yeah. And you guys support moms and I support moms. So I think it's such a good fit. I know. Yes. I'm a, I'm just, I, even though I've been through this, I'm excited to hear. I mean, it's probably a lot of information I wish I would have known about four <laughs> years ago, but we were just, Bailey and I, Bailey's mentioned like, hey, you know, it's about that time. How do I, you know, she's been talking like, I, he, he talks about potty, like, is he ready? So we would love to hear your feedback. You know, I think everyone, we know every kid's obviously different. And I mean, just based on my friends alone, the age range is pretty, pretty wide on when people have started. So what would you say are some signs when it comes like that maybe you know your kid's ready for potty training? It's interesting because you, I had a two-year-old as well when I was, you know, she was almost ready to turn two. I'm like nine months pregnant and she's showing all these signs. I'm like, this is not the time. (laughs) So how do you know? And like, how would you, how would you move forward with that? Well, you're so right because like potty training, there's really no right time to do it. It's really when you are ready, but there's a couple of signs that give you a clue that, you know, maybe it's a good time to start. So the very first one would be physical, right? Can your child physically pull down their pants? Can they physically sit? That is going to be important because, you know, those skills need to be developed first. So physical, then developmental. So developmentally, you know, can they follow simple directions, right? Can they ask to go? Do you feel like they're noticing that they're going? So things like that will tell us, okay, they're starting to understand. Do they, Are they showing interest when you go, right? Are they asking questions? 
all of that is developmentally, they're starting to realize that, you know, there is a place where pee and poo goes, right? So that is one one of the things to look out for as well. And then behaviorally, you know, are they starting to mimic uh, what you're doing? Are they, you know, starting to ask? So, you know, when you look at all the signs, there's like some sweet spot times when it's good to start. But I always tell parents, it has to be when you are ready, because this is a huge skill. This is like learning to like ride a bike, right? It's developmentally a huge skill. And parents need to have the time and the patience to kind of help your child through it. So sometimes we kind of want to just get it done in maybe like a weekend. And, you know, you have a newborn like I did, right? So it's not the right timing for you. So you really have to have time to really help your child through this and have the kind of patience and and the plan really to know what to do and what to expect because it can be scary halfway through. But consistency, especially for this age, is so important. So I hope that helps kind of lay the groundwork a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a question on... I know you, do you find this just Lily, like from experience or just from working with, you know, some of your clients, do you think that the second child is usually, or can be readier, ready earlier than the first because they have an older sibling helping them out? Yeah. And it could be like competition, right? Could be they've seen it and they want to mimic their older sibling. So yes, absolutely. It could be a lot easier. And I usually say like, if you're potty training on the younger side, let's just say you decide to do it, you know, 18 months, 22 months, then what you're really going to be facing is that learning curve, right? Of I feel the sensation and I have to learn a social skill of where to go, right? So that's like the learning piece. If you start on the later side, which is totally okay too, at around three, then you're looking at more power struggles because that's when they start to really become their own little people. And they want to make those choices and they have full control of their bodies. So that's where you're going to get a lot of power struggles. So there's pros and cons to starting at any time. Typically, 22 to 32 months is typically a good age. But I would say I would really base it on when is good for your family and when you have the time to do it. Mm -hmm. So I'm currently expecting and due in February with my second boy, another boy. So crew will be two and a half when this baby comes. So I would love (laughs) ideally to have it, have him potty trained beforehand. But I also know like he has to be, you know, I have to be ready, but he has to be ready. You know, he's showing some like interest. He's kind of hiding behind things when he's going to the bathroom. He's telling me that he went poop. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know, maybe those are signs of readiness or, you know, the ones that you talked about. So let's say I do decide to get started in the next couple of months or so. So where do you start? <laughs> like, what is like, what is the first, you mentioned a plan and I know that you work with people, but what are just some like tips that you would recommend on, okay, we've decided this, how do we implement it? Yeah. So just really understanding what to expect day by day. So for example, like it really, we really want to make sure that we have like a potty, right? And that we are preparing them, maybe a countdown to letting them know that it's happening. 
making it something exciting. And then you also want to also have an expectation, have talk to them about it and ha- set those expectations for them because they really do understand. The other thing is sometimes bare bottom is a lot easier to start with, right? There are many different methods of potty training. And I have two certifications because I wanted to get a kind of a bigger picture. But I really think that sometimes when you're learning a new skill, it is going to be a little bit uncomfortable. They're going to love the idea at first and they're, you know, going to be excited for the first day. And then that excitement is going to dwindle and then it's gone. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Right. They're just good. And and because learning is hard. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, going bare bottom is an easier way. It's, it's a little uncomfortable for them, but it kind of gets them to understand, okay, I have this feeling and I do not like it when I have an accident. So we use that as a learning opportunity for them to connect that. The other thing that parents we often do, and I, I'm guilty of this as well, is we often stress about it because we feel like, oh my gosh, they're just going to have an accident anywhere. We want it to happen fast. Why is it not happening? And we build all this stress up. And that stress is felt by our little ones. And so there's a lot of pressure. And if you ask a two-year-old if they have to go potty every like five minutes, they're going to tell you no, right? The answer is going to be no. And they're probably going to get a little annoyed with you. So we don't want to be asking if they have to go. So there's different ways to prompt without kind of overpressuring, overasking, overprompting so that they are not you know, feeling that stress that we kind of can put on them when it comes to potty training. Those are good tips. That's a big one. <laughs> I feel like I have like the reason I'm like smirking is I have like when I was training my daughter, one, she was going through like, I call it her naked phase. I don't, she didn't want to wear clothes. She did always want to be naked. I was like, what is this? I'm like, well, if we're going to be here and you're going to be naked, we're going to learn how to go to potty, yeah. I guess. Here we are. But I think I read somewhere it's like, like, just like you said, like, don't ask them. It's like, say, like, tell mommy when you have to go potty. Like you're just like playing around. Tell mommy when you have to get potty. And I'm like, she's sitting there and I can see it in her face. Like she's getting ready to go. I'm like, tell mommy when you have to go potty. Tell mommy. (laughs) I can like feel the stress. Like, please say it. I'm going to have to just pick you up and go put you on the toilet. (laughs) Truly messy moments. Truly like, yeah, here it's happening. (laughs) Tell me, tell me you have to go. And in that case, the hardest thing to do is walk away. But that's really what I would recommend is you know, I just want to remind you that the potty's right there and then just take a walk, even though it's the hardest thing that you can do as a parent because you're like, are they going to make the right choice? But this is the beginning. This is just mm-hmm. the beginning. And I think that giving them the space to do that, to self-initiate, to tell you they have to go is so empowering for them. And it's also going to make the learning so much faster. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. <laughs> I experienced that big time. Do you recommend like the weekend approach or is that just, it just depends on the family? I think it, yeah, it depends on the family. Some people only have three, three days or a yeah. long to do it. Right. I think sometimes we expect that, you know, every child would be able to do it in like two to three days, but it is yeah. actually a pretty big skill. And the younger they are, the longer it takes. So sometimes it's going to take five days, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's going to take longer and sometimes it's not. So I think, yes, we can plan for as many days as we can, uh, depending on what our circumstances are. But, you know, if you give yourself two days to potty train, you're going to be so stressed out with that time. Mm -hmm. And 
that's just going to delay. That's just going to make everybody stressed out. So the more time you have, the better. So if you can time it for like a four day weekend or something like that, or like, you know, the summer's a great time, the hol- maybe before the holidays when you have some time off, things like that, where you can kind of plan a couple extra days just in case. Good to know. Yeah. Three days always did seem like very quick to me. I don't know why. <laughs> I was like, really? They can learn that quickly? And I know some do. And some it takes a little longer. Yeah, it's totally possible. It just really depends on the child, mm-hmm. I would say. And, you know, every child is different. Every child learns differently. But I think all we can do is prepare ourselves and have a plan mm-hmm. and be consistent. I think the most important thing with both sleep and potty training is consistency in our actions will cause them to learn, right? They learn from us and our consistency. So the more we're consistent, we have a plan, we know what we're doing, we're, we're going to push through it, the better. So that's kind of where I, the stance I take with that. Let's talk about poop for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone does it. So Everyone does it. But <laughs> You know, Bailey, Bailey's been asking me like questions like, you know, who was like between, cause I have a daughter and a son, like was one harder than the other girl and boy, like, and I have a client right now who heard she's potty training her daughter. And for, for me, at least with my daughter, pee, we got in like two days. Like she was like, I got this, but man, poop on the other hand, it's like, it's whole, like, is that what you find too? Is that like normal? Like, okay, we get the pee, but for some reason, you put kids on the toilet and tell them to poop, you would think you're like the sky is falling. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So I do see a huge and I I I work with a lot of families that have issues with poop, with withholding. Yeah. The reason for that is because poop is a really weird sensation. Yeah. Especially for kids. And it's a very private thing. So imagine like pooping in the middle of the living room. Like it's kind of uncomfortable, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So you have to kind of keep that in mind as well. But the sensation of going is very scary. And if your child is, let's just say, constipated, or they have a hard stool, then it can be painful, right? Mm -hmm. And that can cause anxiety. And when a child has anxiety, what happens? They tense up, right? They clench, and that causes withholding. And so it's really that fear of experiencing it for it might hurt that holds them from actually doing it. The best way through fear is going through it. And you can go through it with your child instead of avoiding it. Because a lot of us will be like, okay, it's over. They're not ready. I'm just gonna, you know, and maybe you're maybe you're not. But I would say holding them through it, having them experience it, oh hey, it's not so bad after all, is the best way through that anxiety. Yeah, That's- that is. Yeah, I've never really thought about it that way. For some reason, I was just like, oh, I don't know. Maybe they just <laughs> I want to keep it in. I don't know. <laughs> but that makes total sense. If you've never really experienced that before, it's a totally new concept. Yeah, because your diapers are really private, right? Mm-hmm. Like diapers and underwear are the same thing. They're all very private, right? And so you feel comfortable. You don't even have to think about it mm-hmm. when you're that age of having to go. Now you have to think about it. If there's no diapers there, you're like, "Uh oh, right? This is a weird feeling. And so it makes it makes sense that they would be a little bit afraid of that feeling. Mm-hmm. And then if you're if you find that your little one is hiding 
maybe they just like a little bit of privacy. Maybe we can have them choose where they put the potty. I've even done for clients like potty tents where, you know, they have a little tent that they can go in and and have a little bit of privacy or even just saying, oh, mommy has to get something in the next room, giving them a little bit of space that will help with the poop Mm -hmm. privacy issue. Those are good tips. Those are good. Are you currently pregnant, postpartum, or beyond? Lucky for you, Fit Mom on 30 has an exercise and nutrition program for every stage of motherhood. And the best part? The workouts are 30 minutes or less. We know there are about a million online fitness options at your fingertips, but our science-backed and doctor-approved fitness and nutrition programs are designed to support you wherever you're at. From safe and effective pre- and postnatal workouts to our 30-minute strength and cardio conditioning classes, there's truly something for everyone. Did we also mention that we have seasonal recipe guides to nourish not only you, but your entire family? Because let's face it, ain't no one going to be making multiple meals in my house. We know finding the time to exercise and eat well can be challenging once you become a mom. And that's exactly why we started Fit Mom in 30. We want you to find your groove again with fitness and nutrition, which is why you can try any of our Fit Mom in 30 programs completely free for seven days. And if you decide you want to stick with us after the seven days, you can get $10 off your membership. All you have to do is enter the code podcast at checkout. Speaking of poop, good segue (laughs) here. Your website says that you are an oh crap. (laughs) I love that name. Potty training specialist. So why don't you, can you just tell us a little bit more about what that means and what that is? Yeah, absolutely. So I have two certifications, one with the Institute of Parenting and Sleep and the other one with Oh Crap Potty Training. So that is, if you know the author, Jamie Glowacki, she is the author of Oh Crap Potty Training and she has a certification program. So I work with her and I'm part of one of of the, her uh, potty training consultants. So I have done both those trainings. So I am a potty training consultant and an OCRAP specialist because I know that uh, strategy and I know that method very well, but I'm also certified in potty training in general. That's such a good combination. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the more, the better, especially to help moms like me who have no idea what they're doing when it comes to the, to potty training and it being the first and what to expect. So all the certifications that you have, I'm sure, <laughs> help so many o- other moms. Hopefully, and like I said, once we get once we get done with this podcast, I'll definitely be reaching out to you. <laughs> I know, and it's mostly the experience too, right? Because I've worked with so many families, I kind of understand what's going to happen, and I think that really helps as well. Because you you're going through it for the first time, I'm going through it for the hundredth time because mm-hmm. I've worked with families all the time. So I know what to expect when, when to do things and and how to resolve it. So we can work as a team and troubleshoot together. And I think that's, that's the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's just things where like, and potty trains, one of them, like everyone's like, you know, as a mom, you just have this natural instinct. A lot of things aren't natural. (laughs) Just want to go out there and say it. I'm not saying you can't figure it out, but there's just a lot of things. It's like, you know, when your kid's ready to read, you don't just start like there's a there's a method to the madness there are programs out there that you learn x y and z before you learn you know this there's so much stages to everything and i feel like that's with sleep and potty training is yes there's like a natural rhythm but at the same time 
there's also a system that would be very helpful if you followed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's very hard to just know what to do without really understanding what it is and what methods there are. And I think that we as moms sometimes put that onus on ourselves to be like, I just got to figure out this is so natural. I, I should know what to do. And there are so much resources out there just to learn, understand what works for you, what works for your family and do what feels right for you. But with all of that support, if you need it and all of that information to help guide you. Mm-hmm. For sure. Everything's better when you have a plan. <laughs> yeah. In my opinion, I know not Same. everyone works that way, but Carrie and I like that. <laughs> I like I to have a plan set in stone, which kind of leads me to my next question. So crew just started going to like a nursery pre preschool type thing two days a week. What, what are your tips or how does that work when you're potty training them, but they're also going to a daycare or school? Like, do you talk with the teacher and tell them what you're doing? I just, I have no idea how, how you're, what you're supposed to do in that situation. Yeah. So when, when it comes to school and when it comes to daycare, I think that communication is going to be key because everybody, every daycare does things differently. Mm -hmm. And so if they're willing to work with you, amazing. So you do you at home, right? What happens at daycare stays at daycare. You are just really consistent at home. If they're willing to help you, then the communication is going to be important, but your little one should know where the bathrooms are. Maybe you take them before drop-off to kind of get them familiar with the bathrooms. And then also communicate with the teacher. You know, they usually will have timed potty breaks. Mm -hmm. And I don't blame them for that because they have a lot of kids. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's very hard to coordinate, right? So whereas I would say at home, we want them to self-initiate and we want to not do the timed breaks at daycare, it's okay because they need to function. And Mm -hmm. so we need to be understanding of their situation as well. But maybe a couple more reminders, finding one teacher that that he can identify as the one to go to and just say P and just say one key word. Make it as simple as possible. But you just do your thing at home and have daycare do their thing, hopefully with that communication so that they are following the plan if possible. Mm -hmm. Good to know. That makes sense. Having one, like you said, having one key person, that is smart. Cause like, especially at a daycare, there's so many people, you know, I feel like a little kids, like, who do I tell? Who do I tell? Which one should I interrupt? Like having that key contact, that's a really good tip. Mm -hmm. Now I've, some of my friends have talked about like potty training regression. So like they, think they're potty trained, they're good. And then let's say another baby comes in or there's this big change that happens. Do you recommend just going back to the basics of what you learned to get them there in the beginning or how would you address that? Yes. And especially for you, Bailey, this is going to happen when you, when there's big changes, right? That's why I brought it up. (laughs) I was getting ready. I was like, uh, I'm just trying to foresee any type of problem that might come my way. Some kids are really sensitive to change, right? And some Mm -hmm. kids are not. They can manage it a little bit easier. So if there's big changes happening in your family, yes, there's going to be some regressions in that they're just going to have a harder time 
managing that. And they might have, if he, if your son is potty trained, they might start having some accidents. It might happen. The key to regressions is really just you being consistent, just Mm -hmm. consistency. It's temporary, but what they need is that sense of security and that consistency that you provide. So, you know, continuing to be consistent through it, bringing that kind of sense of consistency, because that's why it happens. There's a big change, there's less consistency, and that happens in life. But really just helping them through that. So I usually say for moms that are, you know, doing this the second time, or having a baby, then I would say, wait until your baby's about four months. You know, once that big change is done, then go back to potty training. If you're potty training before, then potty train and then just be consistent throughout. Mm-hmm. So that would be my suggestion. Okay. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Consistency is key. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Always. It's so many things. Yeah. I say it all day. I'm, yeah. yeah. So do we. <laughs> yes, exactly. So we. We're not always perfect by just any because, means. <laughs> no. But we try. We try our best every day, right? <laughs> That's all you can do. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe why the reason Crew's not sleeping is because he was at grandma and grandpa's all weekend and they let him stay up until nine o'clock. Hmm. No. My parents would never do that. My grand, the grandparents would never do that. And and they know it too. That's the thing. It's like, it's fun at grandma and grandpa's house or Nani and Pops, I should say. (laughs) You know who you are. Yeah. Nani and Pop. If if you ever listen to this. (laughs) Well, Lily, before we wrap up, we ha- we always ask our guests this one question, and I think this is going to you're the perfect person to ask for this. <laughs> Ready? So, but I th- I'm going to expand it so it can be your own kids, or you can throw in your what is your messiest mom moment or week moment that you either have had personally or even that your maybe a client has experienced that you would like to share. It's definitely going to be around poop. Oh, I, I, I <laughs> knew it. Is. I knew it. It always I knew is. It. I and knew it. I've had my fair share of personal experiences when I was potty training my son at two years old and I had a newborn daughter and there was poop everywhere and I was running around trying to clean it up with one hand, trying to not get it everywhere. My son was then walking around with, you know, it on his feet and <sighs> it was just messy. It was disaster, right? <laughs> This is, this is where I was, I, I think I transformed into like, I need to figure this out. And I think I quit a couple of times when I was potty training, because I, I wasn't a potty training consultant at that time. And that would have to be the most yeah. literally messiest time. But I've seen quite a bit of uh, messiness in my, in my business, <laughs> in my line of work. Yeah. And uh, it, yeah, usually has to do with poop. I feel like that's, I feel like everyone has a poop story. Oh gosh. Yeah. Right. I mean, I just don't know anyone who doesn't How have. How can you not? It's, it's inevitable. It really is. It really is. So for any people. Sometimes. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, if you think that you're going to have kids and you're not going to have a poop moment, then I hate to break it to you, but no, you, you are. are. It's happening. Lily, why don't you tell us what type of programs you provide or what different types of consultations, things, what do you provide? What packages, things like that for people? Yeah. So I uh, have little baby sleep and little potty plan. So one is sleep and one is potty training and I do online programs so that you can access 
support and you can access a detailed plan all online wherever you are in the world. And you have the option to talk to me and have a community as well, which we talked about is so important. So having that community, having a plan that's thought out, that's customized for you, and then having that support. So I do that all online through my two programs, uh, Your Dream Plan, which is for sleep, and Lil Potty Plan, which is for potty training. That's cool. Do you have, is it like almost like a digital program that you like you get and then if you want extra support, like they could have access to you, like another yeah. package? Yeah. So potty training, you get the online portal and you will go through the day-by-day plan. There's daycare, there's potty training outside the house, what happens after day three. So there's a lot in there to watch. And then you have a private community on Facebook where we can ask questions and answer questions. And then you can upgrade to a call if you decide that you need some more troubleshooting help. That's for low potty plan. And for sleep, it's actually full support. So we actually go right in and have personalized plan for you. And it's all online, but it's also personal because I really do believe that every family is different and that everything needs to be customized to you. And I worry about you. I want to make sure my clients are doing well, even if they're in my programs, so that I will check in with them. So two different ones for potty training and sleep, but both very accessible and both have that really personal, customized touch, which I think is so important for parents. Because sometimes you're just like, just need someone to call. I just need some help. Talk me through it. Walk me off the ledge, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Especially if you don't have anyone or you don't have like, you know, siblings or brother-in-law, sister-in-law who've gone through it. I mean, you and maybe you don't have your parents, you know, it's nice to have someone else for support. Yeah. Especially if they've been through it so many times and they're kind of, they're experts in the field, they can help you. It's like having your very own consultant just Mm -hmm. there with you. And I think that gives you a lot of peace of mind as well. There's nothing I haven't seen. I can imagine. I'm sure. Yeah. I can imagine. Well, Lily, thank you so much for joining us. We yes, really appreciate thanks. I know Bailey really appreciates Yeah, this. I have lots of questions. This information <laughs> is very timely for Bailey. And I really wish I would have had some of these tips when I was going through it because even just like the daycare that you pointed out. So I know that this our listeners are going to get a lot of value from this podcast. And I want to make sure that they know where to find you though. So I know we found you on Instagram, but where do you like to hang out? Where should our listeners find you if they want to purchase any of your packages or reach out for a consult? So I am very active on Instagram at Lil Baby Sleep. And then I also have an account, Lil Potty Plan. So those are the two best ways to get a hold of me. Send me a DM, tell me what you're struggling with, and I am more than happy to give you next steps. Love it. And we'll actually, we'll put your handles in our show notes too. So people can just click on it and go right over to you. Cause uh, I'm just telling you, I wish, I wish there was, I know there's so many books out there and I appreciate, I appreciate all of the knowledge, but sometimes you, you, you need someone to rein it in for you. Because if you try all the different things, it's kind of like we always talk about, you try piecing together workout plans. It's like, that's great. But like, did you really get anywhere? Whereas, you know, if you have one plan, one contact, I just feel like you can tackle it easier and get a lot less frustrated. So I think you're, it's just going to be so beneficial for our listeners. So thanks again for hanging out with us tonight and taking some time to talk through everything with us. We appreciate it. It was so fun. Thank you so much for having me. I love this podcast and uh, thanks so much for the invitation. Awesome. Thanks, Lily. Okay. Bye guys.
Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. You can find us on Instagram at fitmomin30. That's F-I-T-M-A-M-A-I-N-3-0. And let us know what you liked about this episode. We love hearing your feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show on our website, www.fitmomain30.com, along with our programs for prenatal, postnatal, and beyond. Until next time, bye mamas.